How are you using this drone to help support your initiative, to help show people, educate people about the problems facing the lake? The drone helps because it gives a completely unique and new perspective to, to lake property owners or people who boat on the lake that they may not have ever seen before. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Your Drone Questions Answered. I'm John Dicko, here to answer your drone questions or find the right person who can. Today we're answering the question, how are drones used to support environmental initiatives? I know environmental initiatives are kind of a broad topic and there's all kinds of them out there. And so today we're just going to focus on one. I've got Glenn Dicko with me today. And yes, this is my dad, uh, if you're wondering, but hey, it's Father's Day. So we'll call this the Father's Day episode. Thanks for coming on, dad. No problem. Glad to be here. So you are uh, a citizen member of the Town of Delavan Lake Committee. Now that's in southern Wisconsin. You're also a lake quality advocate and run the website delavanlakequality.com. So can you just tell me a little bit about your initiative, what you're doing for Delavan Lake, um, what your mission is? We have a place up at, at Lake Delavan. Love the lake. Spent my uh, most of my life going uh, on that lake for various reasons, uh, enjoying that lake, and uh, became attached to it when uh, it became clear to me that there were issues associated with the lake and its water quality. How we we measure water quality is really based on um, uh, just a couple of measurements. One simple one is: Can you look into the water, and how far down in the water can you see? They they use a special disc called the Seshi disc to measure that, and they measure it in meters. Um, the second, and probably the most important, is the amount of phosphorus that comes in the lake. And that comes in from the surrounding area, and um, typically it's from the surrounding farmland. But uh, you know, we, need to, we need to restrict that because if we don't, it comes into the lake and it creates and promotes plant growth, which uh, drives a lot of plants growing in the lake, which creates a a lot of chlorophyll, which makes the, the lake green. You might see this in ponds that you pass on the highway. And eventually what can happen is um, you get an umbrella effect where the top of the lake becomes so dense, the bottom of the lake um, dies and the fish die and the lake dies. So we, you really need to be careful to make sure that uh, you're, you're watching that a level of uh, phosphorus coming in and um, keeping the lake healthy. I cared about that, so I wanted to get involved, and I created a website, and and uh, and my uh, my goal is to to inform other people, other people like me that love the lake. So, where does the drone come into play here? How are you using this drone to help support your initiative, to help show people, educate people about the problems facing the lake? The drone helps because it gives a completely unique and new perspective to to lake property owners or people who boat on the lake that they may not have ever seen before. Interesting. And so you've got some drone footage here that you've uh, sent along to kind of help us show it. And and we've got uh, our video viewers will get a good look at this, but um, let's describe it a little bit for our audio viewers as well. You've got some really nice, just big shots of the lake itself, but also you seem to be, it likes you kind of map out a little bit of almost the journey of this runoff going from the farms to the ponds then into the lake. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so, so um, you know, the lake is basically a drainage lake. All the water that's in the lake came from somewhere else. 
not a spring. So uh, one of the most significant areas it comes from is from uh, Jackson Creek, which is northeast of the pond, or northeast of the lake, rather, uh, which is a tributary that goes right through a bunch of farmland. Most of that phosphorus comes from that that tributary in through the the inlet. And um, and so back when you mentioned the restoration of the lake in the at the beginning of the 90s, they built ponds there to essentially let the water through Jackson Creek kind of meander a bit and let the phosphorus-laden sediment settle before it gets to the lake. And, um, well, although uh, you can create that situation, create that filter, uh, you have to maintain that filter. And it was designed to be redredged or cleaned out. Those ponds were uh, to be cleaned out or dredged every three to five years. And so um, what I wanted to show folks was not take it from their perspective back. So here's the lake. We all know the lake. Here's the inlet. Oh, we're somewhat familiar with that. Where do the ponds exist? How do we clean those? So the dredging. Um, and the dredging creates a slurry, which is really a mixture of water and the sediment that has all the phosphorus in it. It gets pumped to a section. It gets dried out. The clean water goes back to the, the lake. And that sediment that has all of that phosphorus in it eventually dries out. And we can give that back to the farmers. They can put that back on their fields. Okay. And so that's like the solution. That's the that's you know ultimately the solution to the problem. And, um, and you've actually recently, maybe within the last year, have actually secured that initiative, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're draining, they're dredging the ponds now. And that has to do with uh, folks um, caring enough to spend the money to get that project underway. So that kind of led into the advocacy, which led into the website. And eventually we got enough people involved, enough people actively interested to push the project forward. And so it's, it's going now and should be completed by this fall. That's awesome. That's that's great. Can I ask what your what what drone are you using? What model uh, drone do you use to take these shots? Yeah, well, I'm really proud. I just I just got it recently. I'm a, I am a novice. Uh, I got the D eight DJI Mini Three Pro. Okay. And how do you like it? I mean, is it? Are there any specific features that you find kind of useful as you're as you're doing this? Well, as I said, I am a novice, and uh, so it is incredibly easy to use. Um, I, uh, I know a little bit about technology, but, um, was completely terrified about getting into the whole drone thing and, uh, found it to be a, a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Um, yes, there's a couple of features, uh, again, so you can get a drone up in the air and you can, you can fly it safely. But then there was the whole cinematic, you know, picture taking aspect of it, which was also new to me. And the drone had some very easy to use, nice features, like a point of interest and uh, tracking features, which um, I found, you know, so intuitive, easy to use, that um, kind of made me look better than probably I should have. Well, that's not a bad thing. I mean, I've been out there a couple times with you, and I mean, there were, first of all, it's you know the the terrifying aspect aspect of it of of being a new novice drone pilot. Um, we've heard that before, you know, here on, uh, your drone questions answered where, you know, everyone's afraid to crash their drone. You know, it's an expensive piece of equipment. Um, but it's, people say consistently that, uh, you just got to do it. 
you just got to try it and be willing to make mistakes. And uh, yes, hopefully you don't crash your drone into the lake and lose it forever. But uh, little things might go wrong, but you learn from those as well. And so um, I know when we were out there, just there were sort of just some built-in safety features like running out of batteries. It would send it home, you know, exactly to the spot where you launched it from. That was really cool. Yes, very cool. I think that was my biggest fear is that something would happen. I wasn't watching. And, um, you know, I would participate in the crashing of it without actually crashing it. Uh, I was just so pleased that in two occasions, one, because, yeah, the battery was going low. And um, on a second occasion, because it was going going away and I honestly couldn't see it anymore, um, just hit the home button. It came right back to me. No problem. Yep. It takes a lot of the worry out. Sure does. Um and so, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So what, what would be next, I think, for you? I mean, in terms of your, you, you've, you've kind of, this has all kind of happened organically for you where you had a, a, an initiative that you saw the drone as a useful tool. Are you taking any other new steps in terms of your drone piloting or maybe with the lake initiative itself? I, I uh, have to tell you that I have signed up for a course. The, I, I do want to take the, the course to become uh, certified. I think that's important. Um, not only in the place uh, up at the lake, there's a private airport where I live. There's a private airport. I'm I'm uh, very concerned that I'm driving or flying the, the drone safely. So I'm going to take that uh, through, and I'm going to prepare <laughs> through Drone Academy. Believe it or not, and, and I'm really I'm really excited about that. I really am. Uh, a little little uh, uh, a little bit excited also about doing some other things with the drone that I haven't had a chance to use yet with uh, the family. But as far as the science in the lake is concerned, um, there are uh, the ponds is one section, but there are many, many other sections of the lake. And I look forward to uh, taking the opportunity to fly over those sections, uh, create informational videos for lake lovers and stakeholders, and uh, put those on my website as well. Excellent. Really cool. And that's that's such a cool story to hear that, you know, you've 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 reached a level of success uh, in your initiative by you know pointing out the problem of this runoff going into the ponds, going into the lake. Those ponds are being dredged now, and so mission accomplished there. But good to hear that you're not stopping there, and that uh, you're going to continue to educate people. No, I'm excited about that. There's all kinds of environmental initiatives out there, things that we can do to improve our environment. Somebody's thinking about leveraging a drone to help illustrate a problem or a solution. Uh, do you have any advice for that person if they're if they're a beginner? Well, actually, like I think something you just mentioned. Don't be afraid. Give it a try. Do it. Um, I think the passion comes from what you are trying to convey. I, I think the benefits come from a new and unique tool to allow you to convey your message. Uh, to tell your story and um, and to learn yourself from that. Um, I have to tell you that and putting together that little clip that you saw uh, gave me insights that I thought I had just intuitively from you know being involved that made it a little bit easier for me to convey the message and, and we'll see. you know we'll see how people take it. but uh, yes, just get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. Well I think I think it's, it was a great idea to, to leverage a drone for something like that because you're truly, you know, 
quite literally offering a bird's eye view of the problem. Yes. Um, something that charts or PowerPoint slides can't always accomplish. So uh, I think that was a great idea. Thanks. Best of luck uh, to you as you continue to kind of drive this initiative. Uh, Glenn Dicko, he's a citizen member of Town of Delavan Lake Committee. He's also a lake quality advocate running, running the website delavanlakequality.com. Thanks for joining me, Dad. All right, John. Thanks for having me. Hey, and call your mom once in a while, will you? Okay. Okay. I'm going to let you go now. Uh, and you, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. You can submit your own drone questions at ydqa.io. We'll find somebody who can get them answered for you. In the meantime, we'll see you in the sky. <laughs>